you know, if you ask yourself questions, uh, you will start to get answers. And I, I think that that mm. kind of, it is related to the other bullet points and, and you can't really be healthy or, or move forward in pursuit of your health if you're not aware of what you need to work on. Welcome back to the Martial Mind Podcast. I'm Ed. I'm here with Brian and John. And today we're going to break down the archetype of the warrior in the garden. So we've all heard the phrase before, better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Now, this phrase speaks of preparedness, the martial in martial art. Uh, here on the Martial Mind Podcast, we often relay how either doing martial arts, you know, i.e. living a life of constant practice and discipline, or hearing the wisdom of other martial artists, you know, Sifu Raul, Sifu Lloyd, our Sifu, Sifu Greg Zilb, um, uh, how we've learned from them and how that shaped our worldview and helped us in many ways overcome ourselves and our own demons, right? So then let us for a moment extrapolate further out the name of our own show, the Martial Mind Podcast, Martial Mind, to be martially minded, martially aware, and have the mind shaped and molded into one that best suits the highest class of martial artist, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. uh, this not only refers to a good fighter, uh, and certainly not, you know, form eaters and hobbyists and people that just do it for clout or whatever reason. You know, no touch knockout dudes. Mm. Um, this refers more greatly to the image of the statesman Sifu, the cultural head of the town square, the wise sage with demon hands. Uh, the one you can count on, uh, an enlightened mind and fist, you know. This concept has been in my mind whirling like a hurricane since this show's inception and it has led me to creating an image, an allegory of a warrior who I have dubbed to be the warrior in the garden. Because I feel like, and to, to con converse for a second, I feel like the warrior in the garden, he doesn't just sit there. We've discussed this on the show before. He's not just sitting in the garden. He has to live. He's got to do his life. And it's much like, you know... But, like, the first thing he is is the warrior. So the first thing I thought of was that scene in the 300. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Right. The scene in the 300 where he's like, what is your profession? <laughs> yeah. Can we play that real quick? Yeah, sure. Pleasant surprise. This morning's full of surprises, Leonidas. We've been tricked. I'll be more than a few hundred. This is a surprise. Silence. This isn't an army. We heard Sparta was on the warpath. We were eager to join forces. If it is blood you seek... Welcome to join us. But you bring only this handful of soldiers? So the ones on the right are the Greeks. And yes. the Greeks are upset because there's only 300 Spartans. But then Leonidas has a point to make. Doesn't it? You. There. What is your profession? I'm a potter. So. And you, Arcadian. What is your profession? Sculptor, sir. And you? Blacksmith. Spartans! What is your profession? What's the point of the scene? What's Leonidas trying to prove to the Greeks about the Spartans, right? That first and foremost, what they are are killers. They're warriors. That's the first thing that they are are Spartans, soldiers. And that's what he says after. See, I brought more soldiers than you did. Because they're all like other dudes that just picked up a spear and decided to go to war to fight the Persians. But they're the ones that like, that's what they do. But you think that they just go home and like hang out with a spear? You know, like <laughs> sitting there just, <laughs> just, sitting there just waiting for the next shit. war. Yeah, no, it's not like that. They're, they're, they are the warriors in the garden. They, they are 
first and foremost, the warriors, when they're home, they're tending to the fields, they're helping with society and life, right? They probably have professions of their own outside of that. I'm sure after seeing the scene in the movie, uh, you, like I, were motivated to be those Spartans. The first time I saw the movie, I was like, yeah. those are the most badass dudes on planet Especially Earth. Especially being like 14, I was yeah. just like, yeah, yes! but, oh, dude, this is Sparta was my ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> but you want to be irrefutable. You want to be undeniable. And in the words of David Goggins, uncommon amongst uncommon men, right? And this is who I believe that warrior in the garden is. That's who I believe him to be. The warrior in the garden does not bask in the garden. He tends to it. But he is first the warrior and the gardener second. I would imagine he would have to live his life by a certain set of principles, like we all do, but what if we could list them? What if we could synthesize them and live by them ourselves? This list of principles is what I would like for the three of us to debate today. Uh, I want to discuss what we think some of these bullet points would be uh, and then arrange them by importance, right? And my vote for number one is accountability, mm -hmm. right? The warrior must hold themselves accountable at all costs to the I broke the egg allegory. It's not that the egg was slippery. It's not that my hands were wet. It's I broke the egg. That's it. There is no emotion attached to it, right? We often attach our egos to blame or fault. However, if we can take responsibility and maintain our own accountability without an outside motivator, then we are above motivation and can rely on discipline. Unobjective accountability prevents us from feeling the emotional blow of taking the blame. There is no time wasted feeling sorry for yourself or beating yourself down. Just the acceptance and forward motion of progress. It is what it is mentality. Not to say you shouldn't care, but that you should make grand efforts to not take things personally and accept accountability for things with and in certain circumstances outside of your control, especially if those things outside of your control could have been prevented by mindful preparedness. You know, an example, boarding your windows before a massive storm. If your glass shatters, you could blame the hurricane, right. but really you're to blame because you didn't take the steps necessary. The opposite you of know? just, you know, I'm going to go kayaking. During the hurricane. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go to the beach. It's going to be sweet waves, bro. Let's hit the surf. I'm going to open a big umbrella. I'm going to decide. You're going to die. I'm going to decide to inspect my parachute in the middle of this hurricane <laughs> while wearing it. <laughs> yeah, what, what do you guys I'm gonna think go about wing, that? I'm going to go wing gliding, windsurfing. Uh, well, yeah, I think that accountability is certainly the top tier principle that anybody who embodies the warrior's mindset needs to to embrace because if you're not able to uh, really understand who you are and and how your actions are affecting the world, right, that your immediate world is what I mean, you know, not mm -hmm. even on a grander scale, on an intimate scale, you know, and, and having that relationship with your actions essentially is accountability. Like understanding, like this is my, this is what I'm doing, this is what I've done, and owning that. So that's a great place to start. I think. Uh, I think there's a few things to pile on from there, but but as far as accountability goes, 100%. And what would those few things be? Um, I mean, do you mean further to the point of accountability or like then getting into that list of more bullet points more? more... Oh, I mean, what I mean is that there's other bullet points that I would think I would think of as well. But accountability is certainly in the top for me as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. if not the number one and then at least in the top three. Yeah, I think what would be interesting is if today we could like list a few of them. We'll make notes and then we could rearrange and extrapolate out, you know, make cool. notes while we're kind of talking about it. You know? So I think. To that point, what is super important is the idea of detaching um, your emotions from accountability and, um, you know, just because I think what that does is it allows you to then save that emotional energy and that energy in general for what I think is almost even more important and sometimes um, not seen as 
almost the most important part, which is the second round of consequences from what you were taking accountability for. You know, I broke the egg or something happened, so now, but now, how are we going to respond? And if you don't have enough energy to respond or to then make good on that or to repair it, then it's just, it's, it's you're making a bad situation worse, basically. Mm, mm. Um, so being able to save, almost thinking of it as saving your energy for um, how to, how to, how to grow forward from what, from what happened. And again, like, like I think I, I, I speak a lot to this as having the introspection and the self-knowledge to be aware of, um, to understand what you are actually accountable for, and then taking full total ownership of that in whatever that means for you. And, um, you know, and keeping it into that, in that purview, but uh, yeah, so. All right. And as far as uh, uh, accountability goes, I think that maybe it could be a separate bullet point. Um, I don't want to move on too early from the accountability portion, but I think that we've uh, we've covered that pretty well so far. I mean, um, I think I got out everything I want to get out with accountability, but I, I think that um, in terms of having self awareness, maintaining your health, I think is definitely a tenant um, that the warriors should you know should embrace. And if that relates to something else, then you know, it, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Definitely relates but, to accountability, But though, I think taking sure. care of yourself and making sure that you can be a warrior, you know, making sure that you are physically fit to undertake these challenges and to, and to be responsible for your actions. It's hard to really do anything if you're not healthy enough to do it, you know? That's a really good point because I think a lot of people, I think there is a real existential importance to physical fitness and health that I think people don't look at in a very, what can be considered almost a more poetic or... Um, uh, yeah, I guess just a poetic way where it's like, I'm going to be physically fit because I want to look good at the beach and I want to get bitches, you know what I mean? Where, yeah. where it's more of like, are you physically... Girls for the girls, baby. Yeah, like, <laughs> like are you physically fit to 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 be for yourself and again you could this could be a a man woman you know and anything in between to to be a to be able to provide value to yourselves and the ones around you that you love and care about are you able and that could be everything in the form of services acts of kindness protection if necessary are you able to provide um to to provide that blanket of 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 you know um you know, acts and care and mm -hmm. protection that, that you would want to for your loved ones and people you care about. Right. And that requires, f you know, f you know, physical strength, dexterity, but also all the mental strength that comes with the physical, you know, the physical savaging of your body right. that comes with that. And, and, and that is almost part of honing yourself into a weapon. And, and again, it, what's, what's interesting is it doesn't even have to necessarily do specifically with martial arts. You know, again, you, you, you know, destroying your body, you know, breaking your body down, doing a you know a, a a horrible CrossFit class, you know, that gets your that gets you ready for when you know, if, let's say, if you're, you know, you know everyone, you know, all your kids wake up late, you got to get someone to soccer practice, you you know, you and your wife are fighting, blah 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 blah, and it's just the whole day is not, you know, and you're like, you know, that can be easily mirrored with, you know, your not only mirrored with, and um, you can gain strength from you going through the physical hardships of exercise. Um, but also just in general, it improving your mental state to a higher level to be able to just deal with a higher level of baseline stress to begin with. So, yeah, it, you know, you, you can having the tools in the toolbox. Mm -hmm. You can mitigate a lot of problems in your life. If so, if, if number two is physical fitness and health, let's leave number two with physical fitness and health and just extrapolate further out on that a little bit. Sure. Because what, sure. what, what, what this makes me think of is um, – kind of like putting your oxygen mask on first. Right. You know, like, 
I would say that the the warrior in the garden they right, right, right. they they put their like their the, the first tenant would then be accountability and I feel like the second tenant this is what I was thinking last night and I was writing this out too but I didn't want to I didn't want to say it so I'm kind of glad we all went there together um, psychically you know but that number two is really you know they put themselves first mm. the warrior in the garden puts themselves first right because if they don't put themselves first and they can't train. Mm. And if you can't train and you can't get up, you can't – if you're not training and you're not pushing yourself physically and putting yourself first and prioritizing your own physical fitness and physical health, then you can't then be there for anybody else. And also your word doesn't really mean much when you start sure. to help other people or give other people advice. You know, If you're just eating bugles with your pants off, no one really thinks that you're a, an, authority, an authority figure on almost anything. And that's all you do. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like having Bugles Bill is Gates, such like a the, poor choice. The Bill Gates health plan, dude. The uh, the pantsless uh, pantsless. How to increase breaks. estrogen any way you can. Anyway, anything Bill Gates eats, just... <laughs> do that. No, grow, don't do that. How to grow breasts? Just follow <laughs> Bill Gates' diet. <laughs> Bill Gates' breast diet. Yeah. <laughs> breast engorgement diet. Yeah. Well, you're not eating any chicken breasts. Uh, you're just eating soy. It's the and Bill if... Gates milker map. Is what you gotta follow. That's the <laughs> the milker formula. <laughs> No, but uh, you're absolutely oh, right in that you do have to put yourself first, and, and, and that does relate into the physical fitness and mental health of everything. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you're not true to yourself and you don't, if you can't take care of yourself, then how are you going to possibly, like, um, be able to talk about that with anyone else? Like, sure. you, know, you can't, you know, what is it? People in glass houses shouldn't throw stones, you mm-hmm. know? Like, mm-hmm. who are you to say if you're not taking care of yourself, you know? So it's a, it's a constant effort for a lot of people. And, I think you know it's it's an ongoing thing. It it is just like progress isn't a straight line. You know, self care. You know, life is not just one okay. continuous like homogenous thing. You know, there's a lot of storms that come into our harbors that make these things difficult. But it's important to not let go and lose sight of that. Totally. You know, I, I think I think it's a, a good point to look at. Is like, if the knife is not sharp, it can't perform its duty. It can't. It can't do. It can't perform its function if it's right. not if it's not honed properly. And again, I think there's something to be said about. Uh, uh, about self-preservation in a way where it's not it's not a selfish like I'm just gonna like not talk to my friends for a week and put a face mask on and just like eat cake and just do whatever I want because like I need that it's like that's different than that's that's looking at it in a completely different way don't get me wrong there are times for indulgences and and again that that kind of earned rest to be able to let go but outside of that I think um, it's more of Listen, I need to, you know, I'm the only one who's going to be advocating for myself and I'm the only one who's who's truly going to be developing myself or moving myself forward in any direction that I want. I'm the I'm I'm, you know, the captain of the ship. So mm. if I'm not if I'm not in control and I'm not steering it, the, the you know, the wind is just going to take me in whatever direction, you know, life is just going to pull me in every direction. Life could be people, drugs, you know, um you know anything you know and 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 some of those things would be good some of those things can be bad but if you don't have a honed vision on on kind of what my goals are and again not just goals of career and things like that but also like kind of like speaking more to this of what person do i want to be what person do i want to be to the other people around me how do i want other people to view me and not in a superficial way but how can i what can they um not as like oh they think i'm cool it's like can i be a form of support for people can i be a rock for people can i be that base for people mm. you know and i think that that speaks true to um, what we've alluded to in past episodes of um, kind of getting back to our roots of, of you know, of uh, the meaning to be a true martial artist or a true, you know, you know, monk or kind of like to, to, mm-hmm. to kind of what you're saying of that, of that statesman Sifu, of that person who can be um, a rock in multiple different ways of both um, 
intellectually and emotionally fierce and put together and also compassionate while also being able to, you know, give you a whooping. <laughs> good old-fashioned yeah. whooping. A good old-fashioned whooping if Absolutely. you need Absolutely. I think the so. best thing that we could have done for ourselves was the sober January because it mm. definitely kind of opened my eyes to just the futility of alcohol. Sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. I it's like fun. a drink. I, and, and to those people out there who are like, no alcohol ever. It's a fucking, you know. And some people like, need that. Some and some people, some people need some that. People and need like, that. I, I, I get it. I get it entirely. I get it entirely. I'm just saying like, I don't want to alienate people who are listening to the show. Sure. Who like to have a drink every now and then. Like if you like to have a glass of wine with your wife at night or husband or whatever, you know, like whatever. It, no big deal. As long yeah. as you're not doing it every day or even every week. Yeah. If you want to have you a 24 pack every evening. Do it. You just want to, you want to quickly <laughs> do down it. a 12-pack while no one's looking. <laughs> just in the corner of the backyard. Just... <laughs> I, am, I am the liquor, Randy. <laughs> Stumbles down yeah. porch. Liquor. I am the liquor. liquor. Uh, trailer Park Boys. Excellent show. Um, <laughs> and relating to, to, oh, to I'm physical sorry, I'm sorry. I wasn't done with my point. Okay. Um, so the, that, that futility and understanding that mm. and understanding, like, you know, how it's not worth it to be, uh, you know, inebriated, stones. Sure. Ad nauseum, I could talk about this. Sure. You know, it's it's kind of a pointless endeavor, um, it, to a certain extent. You sure. know, like so, why, why be distracted by? Why go out the night before and be d- destroyed the next day? Why stay up too late? Why get? Why eat an edible and be on the couch till two o'clock in the morning? Like, <laughs> yeah. like it's 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 not worth it, yeah. and there is no point to it. And since then, you know, like I'm in the gym like five, six days a week now. Mm-hmm. And the days off is active recovery, which also to to put a, a pin, not put a pin in, but, you know, put another bullet into the physical health thing. It's like you got to train every day. It doesn't mean you need to train two gym sessions a day and a three hour class and six hours of bag work, mm-hmm. you know, like right. every single day, like you're a professional fighter. But it does mean like take 20 minutes and do Qigong when you're sore, you know. Like, don't talk yourself out of training because you don't know how you're going to feel later, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, man, you know, like like Friday, my knee hurt really bad. So I couldn't do the beginning of class. And then I stretched it out, and I didn't just go home. I just stretched it out for a little bit, and I was like, all right, you know what? Let me see what I can do. Yeah. And then I ended up feeling good and sparring a few rounds. Yeah. I just didn't go crazy. I didn't throw too many kicks. I just worked on movement and hands mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and I did what I could. And I got a good cardio session in, and I got to train, and I got to be there and be at the school, you know, which is which is super important. Sure. Like so, I feel like so many people, like, they don't put themselves first, and then they let that self-talk and that emo- – like we were saying earlier, like that emotional attachment. They let that emotional attachment and self-talk get to them in the back of their head. Sure. And then they start just like – Believing, oh, I don't know if I should. Maybe I shouldn't. I don't know what's gonna happen. I did, and there's this fucking spin, and you can't take people out of that spin. They have to do it for themselves. You can't stop them because it's like stopping the Earth. You know, right? Just getting caught in the shame dryer because the Earth, (laughs) because the Earth is going a thousand miles an hour. You stop the Earth, everything else keeps moving, and that's what they feel like happen when you're like you just like put your finger on their like spinning globe and just let it relax for a second. They're just like, "Ah!" you know, it's it's too much. It's too much, and it can't come from a place. It has to come from inside. Mm. So what you need to do is realize that like you need to do something every day, and it's not this thing where. Oh fuck! I didn't do my push-ups and I didn't do my sit-ups. I didn't work out enough today. I didn't train hard enough, and I didn't feel good. It's like, did you go outside and like do like twenty lead punches and right. twenty reverse punches and like go through a basic tai chi form? Or like go see a voice like, coach so you don't sound like that anymore. You know what I mean? What? 
Oh, God. Oh, I didn't do my push But, yeah, so I apologize. I just wanted to finish that point, but you were going to say. Um, yeah, so uh, relating, like, to physical health itself, like, specifically, you know, it's really easy for people to say, like, you know, that working out and taking care of yourself. Yes, we view it as, like, as being paramount. And there are some people that work out just for, for vanity, just for, for aesthetics, they say, you know. Sure. And it's easy to say, well, that's shallow. Like, who cares what, you know, what you look like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I'm just speaking from another person's perspective. I do think aesthetics are a thing, you know. Of course, sure. like, there's a lot of motivations the to The outside can out. severely but, reflect the in. But, but changing the outside. But what I, when it comes to, like, you know, well, how do you measure your health and its mobility considered a part of your health? Because if mobility isn't incorporated into your into your um understanding what health is then of course like you know you don't need to work out to be healthy when you have that worldview when you have that mindset of like well you know i mean i'm not an athlete so i don't need to be athletic and it's like well you know how many flights of stairs can you climb up without feeling in distress you know like you work about one and a half i would imagine probably yeah like being like present in the world and being there uh, you know as an individual and like you know having to move around to different places and do different things and you know be able to take on whatever's you know um waiting for you whatever is like part of the mystery of life you know hey mm-hmm. maybe i gotta like lift and move this box as a favor like whatever like are you in good enough shape to do that <laughs> you it's, know? it's wild how differently my family and i feel about these kinds of things because like we can talk about this ad nauseum and mm-hmm. and we just get each other mm-hmm. you know right but then like i'll go to talk to a family member about it and i'm like yeah you know like that's why i work out every day because like i never want to yeah and they're and they just blow past everything i said and immediately go into well you know i went to the doctor and they told me that i was just fat and i needed to you yeah, know like they're just not connecting he didn't give me the right pill and it's like oh they finally gave me the right pill and it's like you're just not you're not picking up what i'm putting down it's yeah. a different it's a different you're on different radio stations yeah 100 well because my, my, exactly what I'm talking about. my right. family sees everything that i've done and they're they're like they're like grandma Merkin to me goes the other day oh your teacher's got some moves. He's got some really great moves. I saw the thing he was doing with the two little knives, and he was doing all the the jumps and yeah, the yeah. stuff. Can you do that too? And I'm like, I'm like not as well as him, but I I, I can. I know that form. She's yeah. like, oh wow, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they all they don't see it as where you started and the work that it took to get there. Sure. They just are like, oh, he's good at that. Like, mm. like it's just like, right. like, like it's a talent. I'm here, they're there. Like every test is a talent test. Let's see how talented you are. You right. know what I mean? Not yeah. how much work you've put in. They just, do, it doesn't compute. Well, the tests right. are really just like, how good are you at not crying? That's like really, <laughs> that's really, Man, that's really. I'm bad at not that's crying. really what the test is. I have is. cried like a little bitch after every test oh, yeah. except my black sash yeah. test. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I've cried and or sobbed like in the bathroom yeah. after like the last two or three tests. I used, I hang on to the dumpster. Purple, yeah. purple, yeah. purple and red sash go outside by the dumpster. I'm taking a breath. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ed was present for my first emotional breakdown during a test, so that was pretty cool. Right? Just he yelped. Yeah. What, what, he yelled. I don't think. It was, I don't it was think I know very about terrifying. That. I was, was outside. Which and, uh, which test was this for? Uh, for high yellow. I, I was so going, your last test. Yeah, I, I, was, I was the proctor. If that makes you feel any oh, better. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, was, I think I, it makes sense now. I forget what form. I think it was either Enbu or Yuchuan, which I think it was Enbu because I'm mm-hmm. better with the Yuchuan. It and, was Enbu. Uh, it was yeah, it was definitely Enbu, and uh, I just kept fudging up this one part. I knew I knew it, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't happening, and I just needed to. I just stopped and just like, yeah. just like screamed, you know, right. just because I had to get it out, and then and then I nailed it. But so, would I know. have been your friend if I didn't push you to that point? No, I exactly. mean, yeah, 
<laughs> but yeah. uh you know back to with uh what i was saying in terms of like mobility relative to health you know it's like like i said it's easy to have that viewpoint of like working out is just for aesthetics and like we all just spoke about like it's all you put work in you get results you know you you, you continuously work out you get stronger and better and and consequently healthier you know it really really is a measure of health and people that don't view it that way are just like you know it's it's really self-sabotaging it really like i really do feel yeah. a way that like you know, if, if you don't think that you're fit, like you should work out, put some work in and you will get better and more healthy right. and feel better. But people don't want to do that. And I, I think and that's I, sad. And I think it goes back. I know that I, I know it's it's it, it sounds a little hokey and I know we've, we've said it before, but I think it really rings true and it makes a lot of sense. Is that again, kind of, you know, having that having that why and that purpose, you know, because for me. It's definitely changed, but of course, aesthetics, you know, looking better and things like that are, of course, involved 100%. Oh, yeah. Because everyone has an ego and everyone wants to feel good and make, you know, and, you know, whatever. But on top of that, I really am trying to be more mission-oriented in the way that I view my health and my ability to defend myself, my ability to generate power and kick and punch and throw and things like that. It's, it's like, like a Red Dawn type of mission-oriented? <laughs> or like, what are we talking about here, Ryan? <laughs> I'm here to fight the Koreans. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, that's, a, that's very specific, but you're just... <laughs> I you're like 70 years <laughs> late, bud. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just dressed like 1980s Patrick Swayze, just on a treadmill, just, I'm here to fight the Koreans. <laughs> it's like, what? It's just like, like bad synth music going on in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, uh, Kung Fury, the final survivor, or whatever the, the name Kung is. They literally, they literally got David Hasselhoff to do a song for Kung Fury. That's the song I'm referencing. Yeah, I don't, so I don't recall the actual words. True Survivor. True Survivor. I think it's true Survivor. Yeah, that, that's it. Fucking majestic. Um, I love that's that. That's so funny, dude. David <laughs> has just having an actor be like, sure, like that's just like because what career does he have? Dude, they must. What was the last thing David Hasselhoff did? He did the Peck thing in SpongeBob movie. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, yeah, I was, I was gonna say he was in the SpongeBob movie yeah, for sure. He was the boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember on his back? Yeah. He was... Okay, he did also have a two-second thing in um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Uh-huh. When... Uh, did you, you ever see that? Oh, yeah, I when, did. When uh, he goes... When he's uh, when he's with um, uh, his, his father, and he's like, I tried to make a form that most pleases you, and he just turns into David Hasselhoff for a second, and then just goes back to... Oh, just yeah. goes back to fucking Kurt Russell. Yeah, that was Kurt Russell. Yeah, ego. He was in the movie yeah. for like three seconds, and that was it. <laughs> That'll be $11 million. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna say you only made like yep. twenty grand of being it for like five seconds. Um, there was only one David Hasselhoff, <laughs> literally. But um, the Hoff, the Hoff. But there again, it's it's trying for me trying to be more mission oriented. And again, in in when I th I think about you know I try to not get too far into the almost like the Miyamoto Musashi of of not getting too far into that defensive mindset of like. You know, just like, <laughs> I got to preeminently stab people just in case they want to stab me, so I stab them first. You know, it's like, try, but, but I so am. So anyways, I started blasting. <laughs> but, but, but I try to, I kill everyone in the room before I get in there. But it, but it is, it is that idea of me thinking about that. You know, I am, I am super aware of like, of like, okay, am I able to defend myself? Am I able to, you know, and I think about scenarios like that a lot, you know, just to be, and that's also why I work out and I want to be strong and I want to be able to hit hard and, you know. You know, have someone feel it when I when I grab a hold of them and things like that. You know, it's important. You know, and that's again for working out. That's why I'm. And I think Joe Rogan has spoken about that too. Of you know, when he's exercising, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I just think about someone trying to like kill my daughters while I'm exercising. So because it'd be like, okay, I'm trying to get this guy out of my house, and it's like, I know I'm tired, but like, he's not going to care about that. Like if mm. I'm, you know, so you know, trying to be more mission oriented. But again, that mission could be anything. The mission could be I just want to look better, or, or that could be a, a time goal. By April first, I'm going to look like you know I want to put on this much muscle. Just whatever it is to just not be 
not to not to be haphazard about things, to be deliberate, and say and again, but that could be with any that could be with rest. Again, like we've spoken about, like deliberate rest. Oh, I'm I'm you know this time is going to be my time, and I'm going to enjoy it. You know, deliberate family time, deliberate you know making things, putting putting you know effort and intention into things that you're doing. Don't just do don't just let the wind blow you around. Just right. Just, be something. Move move in the direction that you know where you want to move and move there. And even, mm-hmm. you know? even more so, like on top of that, like that that basket of benefits as, as I guess. As I like that it's in a basket. Oh, it's yeah. a basket. More than like a Tupperware. It's gotta be like wicker with like a linen lining. You know? I'm with it. It's yeah. Because bread and various jams and jellies in there. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's apricot. Mm. Oh, nice. <laughs> Definitely apricot. Well, welcome to the neighborhood basket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I preserved these myself. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the neighborhood. Please don't park in front of my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your garbage pails were a little bit close to my mailbox, yeah. but yeah, I, space I, is for my tenant. I bought you a blackberry compote. Stay away from my driveway. Mm. So... But um, <laughs> your bags of leaves are too fucking close to my house. <laughs> you piece of shit. They're gonna wind up all over your lawn, motherfucker. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm not projecting. I promise. Yeah, I don't know. But what uh, <laughs> the, the the statement I wanted to complete was that that basket of benefits, as I so eloquently put it, it arrives with the same contents. Like you get the same things out of working out, no matter what your mission is. But it's important, like no matter what that point of origin is, it needs to come from somewhere with intent. Like you were just saying, you sure. need to you yeah. need to have an objective. You need to be driven to to get there and put the work in or else it's just not going to happen you know yeah. and and that discipline i think is just like you were saying is, is paramount to that and i think once you start you know again jordan peterson talks about this a lot but once you start asking yourself questions and you genuinely want to know the answers to them you'll start finding answers pretty quick so just the idea of you even looking in or be like why do i want to work out and you'll start kind of hearing you start yelling into the cave and you'll start hearing stuff come back you know yeah, you'll start hearing like insecurities come up or Oh, I don't feel good about my body, or 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 others. You'll you'll start once you start looking inward. You'll start kind of getting feedback from things that you're not used yeah, to hearing. That's why I'm a big you know? fan of. I, like I really think that a little bit of psilocybin therapy is good for everybody, and I really oh, think yeah. it should, I really think it should be something that's like a little bit more regulated medically. Like, but the problem is it's the fucking healthcare system. You know, like it, if you want to do it through a doctor, it's like ten grand. Yeah. So of course everybody's just gonna pay like. 50 bucks right. to like their local dude and just sit in the their local living, dude. Just sit in their living room and get scared for a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that, but, they, the they started doing that with uh, with uh, ketamine therapy. Yeah, you can get like at-home kits with ketamine therapy. Ketamine. I've never, they've had, never they, they tried have clinic, that. They have clinics in the city that do that. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've heard that with, ketamine does does a lot of good things for people. But like yeah. you sit you sit down like with like a psychologist, you sit down with like a mm-hmm. neurologist, and they walk you through it, and it's like a whole thing. And then the yeah. both of you step in the bathroom and just do key bumps. And hang out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just he, he just goes. You look over. He has an IV too. He's like, you want to go to the park? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, like, was that ketamine? <laughs> no, <laughs> I found this under the sink. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> what? I scrape I t- scrape these off of my mom's mirror. <laughs> This was in the engine of my car before this. <laughs> this is for the brakes. <laughs> Does this smell like styrofoam to you? <laughs> so we're going to call the third bullet point self-awareness? Well, I feel like you guys touched on something there that, that you know, if you ask yourself questions, uh, you will start to get answers. And I, I think that, that mm. kind of, it, it is related to the other bullet points and, and you can't really be healthy or, or move forward in pursuit of your health if you're not aware of what you need to work on, you know? Yeah. Um, and it goes goes deeper into other things you know like you can't train things you're not capable of doing if you're not aware like you don't want to recklessly train or, or regiment yourself or or you know even i mean you can't fix things if you don't know if they're broken exactly that's that's essentially it i'm, I'm trying to put the words together no, sure, for that, sure. just to 
but self-awareness, I, I think I feel like could be the third bullet point. I don't know if you guys feel like it's more more or less part of the others, or if this could I, be a third. I one. think all of these are intertwined, but I think self-awareness and self-knowledge, I think is and and honestly too. I would, self- I would say self-awareness and emotional intelligence. I feel like that's a good and and also and also maybe and again this may be redundant, but I also think the idea of self-communication, communicating mm. and bargaining with yourself, I think is important. I don't think enough people. I think a, I think a lot of people react to things that come from inside of them, but I don't think a lot of the time people are consciously interacting with themselves as much as they can be. No, we're you know? we're, we're we're so we're so owned by these. We're so we're so like everything is a screen all the time, and we just fucking talk ourselves out of doing what's difficult sure. in exchange for doing what's easy. We take breaks, and we don't need to take breaks. We you know like oh we, you know rest is good. But rest, rest is tactical. You know what I mean? Rest is ta- rest doesn't need to be – I don't think you need three days of rest. Maybe mental every now and then. but Like, like a vacation. Yeah like, 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 yeah, like a vacation. But like if I'm going on vacation, I'm still going to hit the gym. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to go on vacation and not lift. I'm looking for a hotel with a weight room sure. at least like to do, to do something. And then it's like at the same time, you know, like again, like I never – I'm happy on trips when we go, oh, we're on vacation. Let's just eat shit and drink. And then, and then you down, feel then fucking terrible. <laughs> and then you get back from the vacation oh, and you just need another vacation from the vacation. Yeah. So the whole reason, first of all, I think with my business, I'm not going to be able to do the camping trip this year. But it's like another reason that like the camping trips to me weren't relaxing. Like everybody else had a lot of fun. But I was just like drinking and doing stuff and drinking and doing stuff and drinking and doing stuff and packing the truck and unpacking the truck yeah. and packing the truck and unpacking you the truck. You want to get exhausted the fun way? Let's yeah. go camping. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. No, but it's. But I feel like if there was a little bit more intention into – because I brought weights with me and we didn't use them. You know, yeah. I think if there was a little bit more intention into taking care of ourselves physically and enjoying our time as opposed to trying to be inebriated from fucking sun up to sundown, mm-hmm. it would have been an entirely different – trip mm-hmm. none of us would have slept through days of the trip and fucking missed time with people you know none of us would have felt like garbage when we got back we mm-hmm. would have felt refreshed and a little bit better mm-hmm. and i think as we get older you know we we attach ourselves to youth you know and we want to do those things that we did when we were younger and it's difficult for us to realize that the things that we did when we were younger were dumb and unnecessary mm-hmm. and have no place in our lives as adults yeah. you know like so to be self-aware of that and to be able to not be attached to that egoically means you can then not be peer pressured into drinking with everybody else who's sure. drinking at seven o'clock in the morning you know what i mean <laughs> right. uh and to be able to have that communication with yourself you can also then have a you know deliberation with yourself about the emotions that you're experiencing and then therefore you know once you get to that point i'm Mm -hmm. not saying it's going to be like this for everybody from the get-go like Mm -hmm. you can just flip a switch and be this way tomorrow Mm -hmm. what we're talking about here is the archetype of the warrior in the garden like who is this individual who is Mm -hmm. this who who is this individual what are they doing how do they live their lives and what is it about them that we choose to exemplify and you see and you see too that again the garden is not just like oh i'm home from war and this that and the third it's also again the garden is when we're going camping the garden is when we're doing when we're at work the garden yeah the garden is regular regular life so again it's like that idea of 
okay, let's, uh, you know, like, when I go to a hotel, I'm looking for a weight room, so at a minimum, even if I'm still eating like shit and having fun, I can at least keep the discipline of working out in the morning, like, where it keeps right. that you keep that training mindset that can just kind of be, and again, that's where it comes into a lifestyle. Right, because you're, you're going to go on vacation, you're going to go on vacation and spend thousands of dollars to go away to go in a hotel room and then have the shits all morning. You know what I mean? Like, sounds pretty fun. Yeah, Continental sounds breakfast. Just ruining someone else's toilet. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, what did you say? Continental <laughs> breakfast. Yeah, no. Oh, just like... Just the world's worst eggs. Just hotel do you want, pancake do you want, shits. Do you want bad eggs? We got a lot of them. <laughs> you want we bad got a... eggs and stale muffins? We got half dry, yep. half wet pancakes <laughs> and lots of granola. <laughs> do you want a lot of special K? That's all we have is special K. The plumbing here is very strong. <laughs> you suck down a whole human baby. <laughs> In those toilets. <laughs> like one of those airplane toilets. <laughs> <laughs> Just like... <laughs> sitting out the side of the plane. <laughs> oh. I always had that fear. I, like... Mentally, I flush a toilet on an airplane. It just my brain visualizes just like all that shit just jettisoning out the side of the plane, <laughs> which obviously that doesn't happen. Just someone forceful. gardening, just <laughs> just getting sprayed. <laughs> just a, a light and mist. They're, they're, they're just their whole backyard getting fertilized with human feces. <laughs> their, sol- their, their lawn and their solar panels, just <laughs> and their entire cold. pool, just a full film over it of human shit. Honey, why is the pool shiny? <laughs> oh, oh no, there's a gasoline slick on it. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, right. Yeah, I think this is a, a good start of physical fitness, self-awareness, and accountability. I mean, I, I, that really is like a big trifecta of, of this, I think. Um, yeah, I think I think that like that's a very complete overarching set of ideas for, for this archetype. I have a number four in mind, however. Let's get it. Now we're moving from a triangle to a square, but that's fine. What is it, Ed? Let's go. Whoop. Creativity. Uh, I don't think that's relevant or cool. I'm going to delete the whole document now. It's over. (laughs) Just write creativity. Or or creative, you know. Creativity. Or cravity. Creativity. John, I don't... We're getting there. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, we're getting... All right, we got it. Watching a car accident happen (laughs) with just two tractors. (laughs) The reason for this, I would say, you know, like... Because in order to be a complete... The, the warrior seeks to be a complete individual. And this is another Miyo, Miyamoto Masashiism. Sure. He was an author and a painter and a swordsman. But he was a swordsman first before he was anything else, right? So being creative is tapping into... You know, you're 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 in communication with your higher self, man. You're 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 somewhere else. Like yep. if you've ever been in a situation where you're creative, especially in a group, there is a spirit. That mm. enters the room. There yep. is a spirit in this room right now that helps us do this, yep. and this is this is us being creative. This is our yes. creativity. Mm. You know, this it's is emotion. This, this is an exercise in creativity. You know, like um, that. That's what you're witnessing right now. Mm. Um, I mean, we're writing down what we're coming up with. The only thing that we came up with before was Ed's little monologue earlier, which I think was very well written. Ed, I thank think you it was very, very much. well done. Good, good way for us to move forward with the show. But yeah, you're absolutely right. That spirit that enters the room, and I, I very very intimate relationship with this the spirit of creativity if if that's what we want to call it yeah and that ed and i were the both muse, right we're both musicians you know uh, i went to school he's a musician i play guitar there's a big difference but but ed is you know we both have a, a long resume of playing music and and you have to have a relationship with creativity in that point and there was a point well band i was in for a while uh we were a cover band but like my buddy and i my friend ryan shout out to ryan i miss you dude he moved to north carolina I'm right here but that's okay yeah no I've, i have my replacement ryan God now so you've, uh, <laughs> the position has been filled <laughs> <laughs> just kidding drop dead uh, yeah. well it's so, funny it's funny because I have him and I have my little nephew Ryan so now you know if you pocket Ryan I have a pocket Ryan yeah the, the, the pair of Ryans li- he doesn't like me yet though 
I don't like you. Every single one of my. Every, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think either of us like you. Always, it's like every Ryan I meet doesn't like me for the first year they know me. He just so happens to be a newborn. Yeah, you, right? you got to get. He's only the, within the first year. Yeah, he's in. He's a, he turned a year old the other That's day. So funny. You got to get through the warm up period with Ryan's. But uh, <laughs> all with, her kids, seriously, all her kids don't like me the first like year and a half of their life, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, he's not that bad. He's okay. Yeah, well, uh, I think that's universal. <laughs> but uh, what I was, what I was going to say, uh, yeah, when it comes to creativity, so this band I used to be in, we would rehearse our set, and then once we were done with our material, we would um, we would jam, as they call it. But, uh, you know, Ryan and I, we weren't, um, you know, I went to school for music, so, like, you know, I, I, if you say, oh, we're in B minor, like, all right, cool, like, uh, we're going to do this chord progression, all right, cool, and we'll just work on that, and we'll improvise. So we'll lay down a little bit of structure so we know what we're doing and what we can fall back to. But then we would, everything else would be in the ether. We'd be pulling, like, you know, for, from, like, the heavens, you know, from somewhere. The, the ideas come from somewhere, you know. Um, and so a lot of the times it was really improvisational, really, really cool stuff that would come out. You know, like, when I would play shows, I, I didn't have written guitar solos. I would play whatever I felt, you sure. know. And uh, it worked out very well 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and being able to play continuously improvised you know it's it's almost like i describe it as the moment a musician leaves their body uh, you can see it happen like when if there's a drummer where the instruments like you know drop out and it's a, the drummer just gets right into a drum solo and it's just absolutely like just motoring like you can see it. they got this thousand yard stare but they're doing some crazy shit with their body they're very engaged physically but mentally drawing from somewhere else mm-hmm. so the way that i like to describe that getting to that place is becoming mechanically fluent uh, in order to be mentally absent, you know, to, to get somewhere without, you can do, mm. you can operate your hands without thinking, but you're well, drawing. it's just like fighting. That's, and that's what I'm saying. This applies. Like this is, yeah. and that involves having a, a master, like a, um, a level of mastery over, you know, like a, a certain foundation, a place where you want to land, a place where you want to hold on to. So there's some stability so that you can cast yourself into the ether and you get that mm. foundation through. Mm. We talked about the basics in one of our I last episodes. Mm. 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 So like you, we have our basics. It's the reason why we work on them all the fucking time because that right. is our foundation. And then we can extrapolate out from there. So that spirit of creativity. It's a really good point. Yeah, it's, it's a really uh, good point. And, and like I, I've there have been nights where I would be playing and like I have, I don't remember anything of what I did. I was just somewhere else the whole time. And I look back at the recordings, and it's like, yo, like that was sick. Right. Like just shredding, like technically cool stuff yeah, that yeah, sounded yeah. very unique. But like I couldn't do it twice. It's so funny that you, you say know? that because that links directly back to I don't know if you were going to bring this up, but I remember Siegel telling a story about one time he was at a tournament with Shurjow. I was thinking of that while he was telling yeah. that story. He was at yes. a tournament with Shurjow, his teacher. <laughs> And he, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I went up. He's like, I, I was going to do a form. I remember going up. I remember bowing to start. And then I remember bowing to finish. And I don't remember anything in between. It's, yeah. And, the- and, and Shurja was like, Shurja was like, Papa, that looked great. And he's like, I don't remember anything. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't remember the form. And he goes, now you're starting to get it. That's the flow like, state. Now you're starting to get it. People have you know? talked about flow states, like like Michael Jordan dangling his tongue out of his mouth. He's, he's airborne, just jamming on people. Like that's you 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 enter a state of flow. That's how that takes place. You know, you need to be able to not think about what you're doing, so you can be somewhere else. Right. Which is a really really fascinating place to be, and you don't just start out being able to access that. You have to work to get towards that that ability. You know. Sure. Um, but being able, like you know, having the ability to channel in and to be somewhere else while physically present and engaged and masterful is like, there's no other way to do that besides getting grimy and besides just putting your work in and being disciplined. And then, and then giving yourself the freedom to disappear and to become inventive, which is, you know, I'm, 
that it's unlike anything ever, you know, like, uh, there, there's no, not a single high or a single simulated experience that can replicate the ability to enter a flow state. Mm-hmm. And that's where this creativity comes from is a flow state. So I think that's a hundred percent, a hundred percent, a really good bullet point yeah. there at, at creativity. He just rung mm-hmm. my bell on that one. And I just had to let no, that, that, no, that, no, that no, absolutely hundred percent. Yeah. Cause also, you know, like that, that warrior, he needs to be a complete individual in order to maintain these things. Otherwise, like, and you see these people, you see these people, these like guys are like, I got 18 black belts. And I got 45 guns in my house. Yeah, I've never touched shoe. a drop of beer in my life. Because yeah. I don't need it. Each of my guns has a black belt. I'm happy. <laughs> each of his guns just have a little, a little black belt. But they belt. pretend that they're happy and they're not happy. They're terrified. They're fucking scared. And that's why they're angry all the time. They're scared. The world's going to end. They're scared. The government's going to take them over. They're scared. If Trump doesn't get back into office, they're scared. If Trump gets back into the office, he's a fucking lizard person now. That's how people become QAnon. You know what I mean? Like, well, and- like... And even, they, but they're not they're not happy they're not happy and oftentimes it's because and as as you know like there's that old guy uh i shouldn't say old guy because it's not everybody but it's like you know like your typical suffolk county long island blue collar drives a fucking dually pickup truck and you know i don't oh, that's gay he's Painting? no more than four Painting? feet away from your rear bumper <laughs> on the parkway you think i'm a little girl i'm gonna go with my easel and paint a fucking picture it's like yeah sh- do yeah, something yeah it's just com- a complete yeah but they don't realize com- then not like the, that like there are a lot of times for those dudes, I feel like we don't realize that their house is their creativity. They'll be like, oh, you know, I built this bar in the back. Exactly. But like they don't I think about it thing. like that. They don't think yeah. about it like that. And if you could just honor it for what it, for what it is, right. then you could open yourself up to all different kinds of creativity. Yeah, because creativity is more than just painting. It's, it's the ability to draw from the unknown. It's right. the ability to pull something out of, out of mystery, out of that, that, that dark pool. And you know what's funny, too? I think there is something to be said about that with... Um, being deliberate not only in your actions but also your perspective because because do, in doing that it allows you to to uh, to honor the things around you which is also a form of appreciation but appreciation through actually understanding the implications of you having that thing in your life and you interacting with it in the way that you do mm. you know so the idea of of truly you know not just being like people again people who are just living who are just idling basically you know or just have their cars just in neutral and you're just going down a slight hill just like you know, hitting kids and garbage pails, just you know, where you're, where you're like, just towing a boat that's yeah. just coming off the trailer, <laughs> just taking out like, just taking out like sedans. Just, um, Whose boat is that? I have no idea. I, I don't know. Um, Whose car is it? I don't know. Um, but but the idea of you know people who just will be like, yeah, my family, and you know, you know, and they just kind of like, or my family, or my house, or 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 my physical abilities, or my or my significant other, and they kind of just like. Yeah, they have moments, you know, of course they enjoy it and everything, but it's not deliberate in the sense of, like, where they sit down sometimes and they actually appreciate what they have, or they actually, you know, so many times, like, I'll be with my family, or I'll be with you guys, or with other people, and I'll be doing something, and I'll just, like, look at all of you, and I'll really have a, I'll have conscious thoughts of, like, man, this is awesome, like, look at this, you know, and, like, how many people don't do that, because they're just, like, wrapped up in shit, and then 40 years goes by, and you're like, I didn't say this to this person, I didn't say this to this person, and what's funny, too, is, is when, when my grandpa was, like, was, you know, in his last, uh, you know, probably, like, uh, maybe, like, two or three months of, of being alive, he basically, uh, he like put all of his grandkids on the spot, I, like, walk in, and my aunt's there, and he's just, like, I'm, like, hi, Poppy, how you doing, he's, like, he's, like, good, and he's, like, He's like, so, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, and he was, he was like, is there anything that you want to say to me that, like, because he was, like, ready to go, he's, he's like, he's getting everything in order, he was like, you know, he's still in that, like, 
you know, like, you know, vice president mindset of like, we got to get all this in order. If there's anything you want to say to me, let's get this going, you know. Yeah. But I was like, he was like, if you know, if there's anything that you want to say to me, you know. And I was like, no, not really. I'm like, because I say it to you all the time. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I, and, I think... and, I, and I, sorry, but, and there is, th- and there is things that I, of course, you know, you can always think of more things you'd want to say after the fact, of course. But, but, but I, tr- I genuinely felt that where I'm like, I've thought about in a productive way. This is where me thinking about people dying matters, because mm. I was like, no, because I say it to you all the time. I say everything to you all the time, knowing that this time was going to come. Right, right. And you... then it, and then it, and then it came to fruition. And then I was like, no, because I, I tell you this stuff every day that I see you. So it, no, I, and I, I can say I, that confidently. I think that's know? beautiful, man. I really you think know? that's beautiful. Uh, and I think that's something I like. A lot of people can live their whole lives without under lives lives without understanding. <laughs> Two uh, Fs, and it's 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 honestly it's a skill too, being able to be deliberate with your appreciation and and, yeah. and observe the moment and totally and and, and live at, like when they say live every day as if it's your last, it doesn't mean like you know let's go out Corp and get hammered, you know skydive every day. It's time to get irresponsible. It's like every bucket list, like every bucket list movie. It's like I jumped out of a plane and then I climbed a mountain and then I did. I had you had two million dollars to do your bucket list real quick, you know? Like <laughs> yeah, real quick, six weeks. Let's get the shit done. Yeah, but it's it's living every moment as if it's your last is not an excuse to be irresponsible. It's exactly what you were talking about. It's it's about being deliberate in every single moment and making sure that you're you're um, get in tune with yourself enough to know how you're feeling and and understanding your relationship with other mm-hmm. people and and being secure enough with yourself to put it out there, you right. know, and 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 to to allow yourself to be vulnerable, you know. Yeah, um, vulnerability is is a is, is a form of strength. One hundred percent, it is. And but sorry, can you finish. I mean, I'm just kind of, that's the okay. sort of where the stream was going is that it's just, you know, that, that whole getting it all out there, leaving it all out there, you know, leaving it all on the field per se, yeah. um, you know, and, and, and being really deliberate with your intent. I think that's an excellent point. And I think the fifth point, if you guys can agree with me. I'm not ready. I'm just kidding. Moving on to a new shape again. I just, now it's what pen- is it? Now it's a Pentagon. Community oriented. I was going to say family at first, but I think community is... Well, your family looks like a different thing to a lot of different people. Yeah, all so of our family is more general. Community is a more general term because, like, you, you know, you you want to understand how your actions are going to affect. You know, there's a reason why you don't throw the wrapper out, and it, if it's not like the planet will eat the wrapper eventually, it's like maybe you don't want it to end up on like Mrs. Q's lawn. You know what I sure, mean? Like, sure. So, like li- little things like that. You know what I mean? Like, I play music sometimes at night, and I don't want to bother my landlord, so I make sure I keep my music low enough that it's just nice in my living room right you know what i mean like um i don't vacuum the cat litter at night i just let it go until the morning right because if they go in the litter box and they they you know spray right. shoot i don't litter make, across the bathroom i don't make my smoothie of nuts and bolts <laughs> past 12 <laughs> past 12 well, a.m well, that, anymore that too, that too. you know i don't i don't make protein <laughs> shakes at night when i get home from class because my blender <laughs> My blender is like, there's no fillers in my protein powder, so it doesn't mix it's great. It's blending metal. You know what I mean? Just so like you like have to use a blender. So I, you know, so it's like, but the blender's like, it's not like a nice ninja blender. It's, it's a nice it's blender. It's got a pull start. My brother-in-law got it for me. But it's just like a basic blender. There's no sound dampening technology whatsoever. So you turn it on and it's just like, what? <laughs> it's just like two hair dryers, like rubber banded together, like that yeah. kind of decibel. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's insanely loud. Yeah, it's yeah. so loud that Jenny's like, 
oh, when it turns on, yeah, yeah, you know, just immediate so, panic. But like, but I'm, I know I'm getting ahead of myself. But like, just thinking about that, community minded, trying to be the best thing that you can. You know, like I, I had, I, I, um, I straight up told somebody in class the other day to stop acting like a little bitch, and. I meant it, and that was how I was spoken to, because it's kind of awake, especially for a grown man. This kid and was nine. To that, to that, this kid was 33. So, to... to um, it's a nine-year-old. It's kind of like a wake-up call. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, like, like phrases like that are harsh, but they shock you kind of into understanding. And yes. then a couple days later, I texted that individual, and I was like, listen, I just want you to know that I don't want you to take what I said to you personally, that's how I was spoken to when I was coming up, and it helped me. And I'm trying sure. to do the same thing for you. And they texted me back, and they were like, I trust you implicitly. Like, I understand yeah. why you're doing what you're doing. There's something to be said, I think, about, uh, you know. And I, I'm, I'm sorry, but oh, no, please. I'm saying yeah. to worry about the effect that not just your actions, but your words and everything have on the community. Sure. And again, that know? idea of, 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 you know, first, you know, I, I heard this idea recently um, of talking about, like, first, second, and third consequences. Like, thinking broader scope about things and that can get for someone like me and and anyone else who overthinks you're kind of always thinking like that but some but to a point where it can become paralyzing where it becomes more of a, mm-hmm. of a crutch but but there is but there is importance in that of being like what are my actions going to do what is what is the reaction going to be to these things and not just be like i just act because i want to and it's like okay well you're either an animal or you're a child you know mm. um so so thinking about that but but to your point i think as a quick aside you know, and I've dealt with with people with, at, at different levels of sensitivity. Of sometimes, you know, you have people that are, are um, um, you know, don't give a shit about how they speak to people, and they're like, "Well, you just got to deal with it." And it's like that. I don't think that's co- correct. But then you have other people that are like, "No, no, no. It's just it's always about the delivery. It's always about that." And it's like, no, it's not, because sometimes you just got to be honest. Yes, yes, right? because yeah. because sometimes there is actual practical, there is practicality and utility in being like. If you see that like stuff isn't working, or you're trying to be like, "Hey, communicate," be like, "Hey, this is how I feel about this." Sometimes you got to be like, "You're being an asshole right now," and and I, again, I, I'm always at odds with my therapist about this because he's like, "That doesn't really work," and I'm like, "Yeah, but no, but it does." It, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck you, no, and, no. You, and you got Dave, Dave, I love you. I I, I, I love you, and you're amazing. But he didn't a, text me back. <laughs> oh, he no. didn't. No, he never did. Oh, I texted him and never texted me back. Oh. Bastard. Uh-oh. Well, um, I mean, he texts me all the time. Sends, just sends John nudes. Just, like, just bathroom selfies. <laughs> it's awkward. I'm, like, I'm going to Miller's right now. Do you want to come? <laughs> no one wants to go to Miller's. Right? Dude, I've, I don't think I've ever had a good meal at Miller's. Miller's life. It's like, it's, there's not a kitchen back there. It's like a set of microwaves. You know, it's like, <laughs> They call him Chef Mike. The microwave? Yeah. Chef, Chef Mike. Mike. Um, but but there is something. But Because for me, I look at it as is it is it has, like you said, a certain shock value where sometimes people don't communicate or take in or perceive proper communication the way you want them to like if you communicate well and another person doesn't there's some dissonance there and then the communication can break down it's almost like a different language or a and, different dialect yeah, and sometimes there's too many words and like there's so many words that they just like it's just like yeah because sometimes it sometimes being like you're being an asshole and they go oh and then it shocks the system and then you're kind of able to get in a little bit more but what were you going to say john oh but when it comes to communication there's a, a lecture that i listened to there, there was a point in my life where you know since i, I dropped out of college Full uh, full disclosure, um, where you know I just kind of still had a craving to learn some shit. Generally, you know, sure. I, I do that a lot. And one of those things was uh, University of Toronto. 
university ddd there's a lot of syllables i added there <laughs> the university of toronto had these lectures that they released for free on audible and i downloaded a bunch of them and one of them was on communication and it was really fascinating to listen to this because um the professor described that there was uh, either five or six points of interference between interpersonal communication which is uh, there's it's it's all relative to perception so there's a way mm. that i hear myself speaking to you there's a way that i perceive you listening to me there's a way that you hear what I'm saying to you. There's a way that you perceive how I'm perceiving you. And that's, I think, four or five. I yeah, don't know. I think that was but four. It's, and then there's there's a few other that extrapolate out from there. Right. Um, and it was just really interesting to see, like, these are all the little, you know, um, cracks in the pavement, so to speak. These are all the opportunities that we have to miscommunicate with each other, to, to, to be misinterpreted. And, oh, and external interference is another one, too. Like, if you and I are trying to have a conversation and Ed is just ripping a leaf blower in between us. There's... Ed is just screaming. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's another point of interference. So, so the... the... But but uh, point being is that like <laughs> Sorry, yeah when everyone. you say like yeah you're properly communicating with someone it's like yes you that is exactly what um what it appears to be from from your own perspective or or your own the way you're seeing yourself but to have really deliberate and and uninterfered with communication hinges on, on many points you know it's not to refute anything that what you're saying at all because no, no. like being deliberate is you know the axiom by which that swings it's like, all that's, the time and place where to place certain ways you say stuff right and 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 but being deliberate is is the only point from which the, any any sure. sort of communication that's meaningful can come from sure but uh for someone to not understand or for for you to be misjudged or for the message to not quite land mm -hmm. may not be your fault either you know even if you're right. deliberate so it's just and i'm not trying to refute anything it's just something no, that not, i kind of wanted to you know um kind of peel back those layers sure. and be like yeah communication get really fucked up without any of us meaning for it to and i think and i think maybe this could even be a a, a sub point of either kind of in it's kind of within communication and being community oriented is mm -hmm. is to your point is having is um having uh sympathy and empathy in a proper way because it's so easy to if we have a disagreement be like ed's being an asshole you know or ryan's being an asshole as opposed to I try to do my best to think about okay, why could potentially someone be thinking like that, or what? Where's the communication? Where's the miscommunication coming from? And in me being kind of, a, a, I feel like a pretty socially in tune person, you know, I have a you know pretty good handle on on how you guys are as people and how you know are people who I talk to who I'm close to. I have a good understanding of what their tics are, where kind of they feel about certain things, and same probably with me to you guys. Um, so for me to be like, it's very easy to be like, oh, I'm being a fucking dickhead. But back to kind of that 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 governing Sifu role of like, of that is part of, of being honed is also um, being honed socially and having proper communication skills. Yeah, Jordan, it's like how sometimes, I'm sorry, it's like it's how okay. sometimes when you hear me vent about people, I'm like, whoa. And then when I actually approach a situation, I'm not like that at all. Right. Because I'm just getting out What's inside yeah. to you? Because it's like it's like with Jordan Peterson of, of like the idea of like you know of honing yourself to be articulate and to communicate properly. You become like a weapon. You know, if you're like knowledgeable and you know how to speak, it's like you're like that's like most of the battle right there. But I think in the sense of being that 
um, you know, to an idealistic um, point like that, 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 again, that, that kind of like leading Sifu, that kind of community header. And, and again, that could be at different levels. That could be actually leading a community, leading a school, being kind of the point person in your family or a friend group, or just trying to be a good, respectable human being that can kind of take charge in situations if necessary, um, is being able to communicate properly and see where people are coming from. Because you can't, you can't potentially lead or communicate with people or even at a minimum, and this is important for being a martial artist, um, resolving conflict and de-escalating if you can't communicate with people. Because if you're just like, bah, 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 and, you're, and you're, you're broadsiding each other like you're fucking, you know, warships, as opposed to being like, okay, so they said this, that's kind of pissing me off. All right, so I mean, if I know them, why, why could they potentially be saying this? Where is the miscommunication? Same thing, let me detach emotionally a little bit from this. You know, because there is, there is, there is being able to detach your emotions is, is I think a, a, a skill and sometimes a survival skill and, and, a, and a skill of growth of not being completely glued to your emotions and how you're feeling about something. You're being able to be like, all right, I feel this, but then being able to and detach and be like, okay, now you can look at your feelings. Like, okay, I felt this, they did that. Let me look at all this and try to figure out why before I just react because then you're not able to communicate. It could lead to an escalation. It could lead to physical violence. It could lead to death even at times. Or it could just lead to a breakdown in relationships. You're not having a strong of relationships with friends or family. You're not being able to communicate properly. And also think about even your growth through education, career. If you can't communicate, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. You're not. You're stunting your own growth because so much of life is interpersonal communication. So much of it is social. We're mm. social beings. And you think if you can't... If you can't communicate your emotions or understand emotions or intentions for yourself or coming from somebody else, you know, you're, that's part of your toolkit that needs to be honed for you to navigate through the world and kind of, you know, do what needs to be done, and, and, you know? And exactly, to, to everything you just said, to, to be a community leader requires someone to be diplomatic. And you can't sure. be diplomatic without having... Uh, proper communication skills right right and i don't think you could have proper communication skills without having a level of self-awareness so like exactly all, it's th all this whole list is more instead of being five separate bullet points it's kind of turning into five points on the periphery of a web because they're, they're yeah. all just very very much in interconnected it's like a big venn diagram yeah basically it's just it's all all those points intersect with each other more or less none of them supersede one another these are all like very much intermingled this is a, this is really cool to see this come together yeah and form up in this yeah. fashion yeah um all right um Anybody have any points that they can think of right now? Because we can always do a part two of this episode. We can always come back yeah. to this. I would like to take this document and hone it a little bit more. I'll use my my writing skills to take our ideas and we can create paragraphs of kind of what I, we spoke about. I mean, about. honestly, I, I feel pretty good about this. Um, you know, in the sense of like this is a great encapsulated kind of. I feel like a good place to you know. Mm -hmm. I, I think I, it's a good. I, I think this is a good spot to end it. I think so too. I think so too. Um, so yeah, maybe if we just want to quickly yeah, maybe recap, re, re, we can recap. Quick, it. Quickly recap. So the five points of the archetype of the warrior in the garden, right? So first is account. and again, these are our points. I'm sure people have. These are our points. About, yeah. But, so guys, leave what you think in the comments. Think the order should be different. If you have ones that we yeah, if you, you want to add anything, missed. right? Um, and again, this is organic. This is this will grow and change. This is not sure. set in stone. We're, sure. not, we're not carving the tablets, you know, the Ten Commandments right We now. just came up with this. <laughs> so first in my eyes is accountability, and we already discussed that. Uh, second, I would say, is physical fitness and health and, you know, putting yourself first. Um, third, self-awareness and emotional intelligence, proper communication, not only just with yourself but with others. Mm -hmm. um, four, creativity, honoring your creativity, honoring your creative spirit. Um, 
letting your art shine, you know, not being afraid to pursue different styles of art and expression and express yourself and help you get in touch with the deeper layers of who you are on the inside. Mm -hmm. Sometimes things don't come out until you sit in front of the keyboard and start to type. Sometimes things don't come out until you put the pen to paper and start to write. Sometimes you don't know how you feel until you portray your emotions in a picture that you're drawing. That's right, and even more so in creativity specifically, it's not just when it comes to creating pieces of art. It's pulling from mystery, pulling from the unknown, being able to improvise, being able to think on your feet. Those are all yeah, all parts forms, of creativity yeah. mm -hmm. that's that all the more creative you are the, the 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 more able you are to improvise right we have to we have to apply that to our martial arts with creative forms of course right we have creative forms fighting in so, sparring mm -hmm. you're, you're improvising yep. you are improvising it's you're, all creativity you're, you're, it's jazz yeah, it's, it's all jazz. Good. Yeah, dude. It's all jazz. So my jazz is gonna give you a bloody nose. Somebody <laughs> can cuss you with jazz. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised the amount of things you could do with a trombone. <laughs> <laughs> the second most sexual instrument, right behind the bagpipes. <laughs> well, that being said, <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> and then number five, being community oriented, right? Uh, being community oriented, worrying about the people around you, taking care of others, right? Being, and thinking about the oh, others minded, mm. you know, and thinking about the consequences of your actions and not only how they can affect you but those around you, and thinking about just at least being mindful of the ripple effects of what you do, what you say, and what you think. And to touch on that at the end, you know, like to also know that you can be redeemed. That there is not, there is not like society may not forgive you, but you need to forgive you. Mm. you know? Right? Yeah. For so, all the crimes so, that I've done. Just World War Two footage, just, just <laughs> flashbacks. <laughs> um, que question here. This is I don't I don't know where we can where we can put this, but um, in you saying that, I just thought of a sixth one, which is um, self forgiveness. Hmm. I think I, I I think could be. Do you think that could rope into emotional intelligence? Because <sighs> I, I, I think those are very much. I, I on think, the same branch I almost of the tree. Think, I almost think it's the idea of if you are emotionally intelligent, you have the ability to self-forgive better. I think forgiveness is just... I think that's the bullet. I think forgiveness. Forgiveness. Of the forgiveness. Self. forgiveness. <laughs> think or forgi even grace. Forgiveness. For, yeah, forgiveness. Forgiveness being, and grace. Yeah, you're being graceful. Yeah. That's, that's part of that, you know, because great... I mean, grace is not just the ability to move beautifully. It's, a, you know, to move beautifully within yourself, too. Be, to, to have grace is not just to, to be, like, you know, a ballerina. It's it's to, to be this level of forgiveness or emotionally intelligent or... or doesn't uh, only mean you wear a tutu. Yeah. But right. the tutu so, is involved. Yeah, so for, forgiveness 100%. and grace for yourself and others, having patience. Uh, not like a doctor, like having Other patience. patients. There we yeah, go. Yeah. No, one, no one on this couch can spell anything. <laughs> or so. diagnose anyone. <laughs> 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 so we have no patience. Um, but lots but, of patience. But just just as a just as a quick thing, I think again, forgiveness is a, it's a, skill. But it's also, man, you think about one of I think one of the hardest things for me, and for probably in general for a lot of people, is this idea of actually forgiving yourself for stuff. Mm. People kind of gloss over it, or they don't even look at it. They just kind of be like, "That hurts. I don't want to look at that." I'm gonna put this in the box. Yep, and leave it there. And then, but then they just carry the box around with them, and it just gets heavier and heavier and heavier. And then you're like, "Man, I feel tired now," <laughs> and, and like for like forever. I'm gonna have some pudding and take a nap. <laughs> yeah, um, but but the idea of allowing yourself to be forgiven by yourself from your you know forgiveness from yourself, I think, is really important. And and again, it involves that kind of like leading into three of that emotional intelligence and that self awareness and communication of. 
delib deliberating with yourself, bargaining with yourself, and actually having the hard conversations with yourself. And through all that work, you are able to forgive yourself, and that, and then you can feel the fruits of that labor come into your life, which is that 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 weight being lifted. Mm. Um, and again, do as you said, kind of doing things with grace, doing things, doing things in the best possible way that you can, mm. and not just barreling through stuff all the time. I think is I think is important. I think the way you do things, and the and 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 the quality and delib and the, the 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 deliberateness and the quality in which you do stuff speaks volumes about you as a person. So. Excellent. Uh, also, this, this stuff, like as we're kind of finishing up this list, it's coming to mind that that this sort of archetype, if we're, one were to follow these these principles well well enough, they would become an exemplary uh, exemplary individual in their community. They're, this this is somebody. If you get to know someone who embodies all of these traits, that's an individual who's capable of leadership and capable of being sort of one of the better ones per se. You know, somebody in the community that even can be considered an alpha male. And, and I think one thing we left out is being learned, you know, like knowledge, like seeking, wisdom? seeking knowledge. Yeah, right? but I, that's something that you get over time. I don't think that's a requisite. Uh, I, I think that walking this path and doing these things and, and being mm. disciplined and honing your art, all that stuff comes secondary. So I, I, these are all things you have to bring to the table. The knowledge and the wisdom comes from the path. Is, is At least that's the way that uh, when you say that to me, it's what pops up. I do, I do kind of agree with – well, I think what you're saying is very valuable, but I do agree with John in the sense of if you have all of these things, you are someone who is almost like predestined to want knowledge and to soak in knowledge for the self for self-development and self-discovery mm -hmm. almost and to be a better person. So mm -hmm. I, think, I think in general though, self-education and knowledge – is tremendously important, but I think in following these things, it that kind of that is a natural consequence mm. of something you'll, you know you'll attain that naturally through mm. these things. Right, right. Yeah, these are things you bring to the table. Sure, is that wisdom sure. comes from acting out this this archetype and these uh, these uh, these things. Now, yeah. um, after this, we are going to get into our next segment, which is we have an hour long video of ducks that we're going to watch. So, <laughs> John, pull that up. And then and we're, we're going to live react. And then we're going to go to the park because the ducks there are free. You can take them home. <laughs> no one stops you. No, no one's going to stop there's you. Not a, there's, not, there's not a duck sheriff that's there. The, the, yeah, there's no duck sheriff, and the bigger the truck, the more ducks you could fit in it. So. <laughs> the bigger the truck, more, the more, the, the, the more duck. It, the more duck, the yeah, bigger the yeah. truck, the more duck. You take a mallard home, you feed it butter until it dies, and make foie gras. Mm, that, well, that's... Uh, immoral. <laughs> <laughs> that just got so dark. You're just forced. You don't have the tube. Wait, how just, do you think they do that? I know. Yeah, they just they just force feed them. <laughs> you just, know, with a tube. It's just like uh, the the worst thing you can do to an animal with the minimal benefit. It's like, hey, is it that good? Like foie gras? Is that fucking? I don't know. Maybe not. Duck fat. Love it. Yeah. Do well, I? No, I don't. <laughs> but. You guys um, are the ones that brought up ducks, okay? That's I'm fair. hungry. <laughs> the, uh, the idea that I was kind of like, just kind of scratching the surface on is that you know, we all have a news feed that we scroll through endlessly, sure. and we all have this like mindless drivel that pops up, and sometimes you don't even need a phone to do that. We just encounter that coming from our own brains. Um, but I saw somebody talk about, like, the alpha male, and um, that's the reason why this kind of touched on that. And it's like, oh, men just, like, there's like, all these men that just organize themselves into a group, and then they just pick one who's the alpha male, and they say, it's a self-proclamation. I'm the alpha male. And I just, like, and you just see a million people that go along with it, like, yeah, men are dumb, and alpha males don't exist, and I want to be a super alpha male. And it's like, no, it's, to be alpha is not a proclamation. You know, it's, it's something that you negotiate with the world, and a lot of doing these things would would create a person I would characterize as an alpha, you know, somebody who does all these things well. And it's not it's, through, it's not through, it, like, again, Jordan Peterson says, it's not necessarily if you're doing it right through dominance, it's through right. competence. Right, and, and all, none of these tenets... It's also not relegated to sex or gender. 
No, no. right, right. Yeah. And alpha is just, uh, I, I mean it as like a community leader. When I say somebody embodies these traits, there's somebody who's admirable and then others can look at They're and the say, tip hey. of the spear. Right. right. They're the tip it, of the spear. It, they, they say, hey, you know, that guy's got his shit together. Like, this dude's great. You know, what do you think, man? Let's get your input on this stuff. Sure. And so, like, I just really wanted to bring up that point of like, you know, the, the, the hierarchy or social hierarchy and, and the way that, you know, people are get respected because you make a decision. Like, respect is earned. You know, it's not just not just given out of the gate. Um, and a respectable individual is someone who does these things and they would get sorted up the hierarchy, you know? And so sure, naturally, yeah. And it's not a matter of proclamation. It's a matter of embodying these traits and then having that rela your relationship be recognized by others, you know, like just having your relationship with reality in conjunction with these ideas because they're, they're recognized externally, mm. you know, you don't just get to say who you are. You have to do the things to make you who you are. And that's, sure. and everyone around you will start to recognize what you do and assign a label to you based on those things. They better recognize. Right. They better fucking recognize. So, I mean, I, that's, I'm not really sure where that was going to go. I don't know what you guys have, if you no, guys no, have no. any thoughts no, on I the alpha male. I think, I think it's a good point. You know, I think I think it's a good point because, like I had said in the in the the opening monologue, if you want to call it that, you know, the statesman Sifu, the community leader, the right. one that people look to. That's Sigong for us, you know. And he's the first person that will admit if he doesn't know something too. Uh, and, like, and that's an important you know? quality to have. In, is you, if you if you think there's nothing else to learn, you stop learning. Right. You know, you stop growing if you say that there's nowhere else to go from here. Right. The, so. the, the the vastness of what you don't know will always be greater than what you do. A hundred percent. And I think that's perfect. That's a really perfect way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know, man. And like I said, like the one thing that kind of struck me with that shitty meme that I saw was that like, yeah, they just proclaim they're the alpha males. Like, no, they don't. You know, like Seagong didn't proclaim himself to be who he also he doesn't is. call himself an alpha male he just is right and that but that's what i mean it's it's performative right, it's right. behavioral like that's you, what makes you that you act out act right but not with right. the intentions not proclamation you know like not with the intentions of like i'm gonna be the alpha male it's like i'm gonna be true to myself and true to my community i'm gonna be self-aware i'm gonna embody all these yeah. traits we just listed and the result of that is you yeah. become someone who's respectable if it, if it comes in a, if it if it comes in a true fashion it is usually something that is not self-proclaimed and it is usually something that is not openly discussed, but something that other people around you typically will think will come to their own conclusions with. Right, because if, if anything, if if that even comes to that, that's usually how it. If it's if it's being if it if it happens the right way, where it's again not the self-aggrandizing, deliberate thing like that. Then right. Because yeah. your identity within a community is is negotiated. It's not proclaimed. Like people figure out who you are and yeah. move from there. Yeah. You don't you don't just get to say, hey, listen, I'm the bravest one in the room. It's like, well, what have you done? It's like. I'm just brave, okay? You know, yeah. <laughs> you have to, you yeah. know, the way that, that uh, you know, your your actions meet the real yeah. world is how... There was how a possum in my garbage and I cried. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. So brave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm this out... picture that... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Every animal hisses. That's outside of my house. <laughs> <laughs> no one's happy to see Ryan except his mom. <laughs> Even just the wildlife, swans, swans and geese. It's it's like the reverse Snow White. You're just all the animals hate you. There's <laughs> birds flying to my house and just stuff shitting on my stoop. Just it's the dog. Just do you, you guys ever just sit in your living room and just like boom, like a bird just claps right <laughs> into your like, window? <laughs> it leaves, to fly away. Leaves a print on the window. Yeah, it's like half knocked out. It's like it's yeah, it's like, like stunned. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that used to happen to me a lot as a kid, like in in like middle school. Like I'd be home from you know just getting ready to do homework and just thump, and then suddenly no homework gets done, and I'm like, oh, the bird. Yeah. You know? so, yep. That has a lot to do with what we're talking about. So, it's, 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 <laughs> very on point, John. I'm you know? very poignant. Very I'm glad poignant. we could stay on topic so well. <laughs> um, uh, is it is it worth 
fully summarizing one more time, or you think you think no, we're good? I think we're good. Right, I think good. we're good. Alrighty. Well, I, yeah. I Listen, hope. guys, join the Discord. Be part of the chat. It's yeah, growing. Please. It's a growing community of people who can rely on each other and lean on each other, not just for training or for yuck yucks and memes, but plenty when of those. We, when we need each other, when we need somebody like minded to talk to, it's becoming that, and that's why I came up with the idea in the first place. So I'm very blessed and very glad that it's it's growing in that way. Um, if you'd like to support us and help us do this full time, please click the link, go to the Patreon, become a patron today. The more you donate now, the more help you give us now, the more content we can create, the more things we can put in motion, and the more we can do for you guys and for our patrons exclusively. We mm -hmm. all are very, very busy people, and we make sure mm -hmm. we carve out as much time as humanly possible for, for this, and this is the dream. We want to be able to do this full-time. That would be the absolute dream is to be able to do this full-time. Sure. Share the show. Please share the episodes with your friends. Put it on your story. Share them to your Facebook page. You know? Yeah. Anything else, guys? Uh, I think uh, I think we got it all out there, man. I think we left it all on the dance floor. Well, Mr. John. <laughs> well, thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you to all of our followers. This has been the Martial Mind Podcast. Peace.